today's North Carolina native guest does just that by researching organic farm production centered around food systems and agriculture in our backyard. Hello, I'm Erica Island, Ecological Sustainability Coordinator and Chair of the Biology Department. And I'm Lacey Ritter, Recruitment and Project Development Coordinator and Assistant Professor in the Sociology Department. And this is Against the Grain. Today's episode focuses in on one of our community partner portraits. These outward-facing episodes give glimpses into the lives of community partners, so you can see what amazing work they do every day and the ways we at the CCG and Wingate University can help. Our guest speaker today is Gina Moore. She's the Organic Research Coordinator at Carolina Farm Stewardship Association. But before we jump into that wonderful title and learn more about the Carolina Farm Stewardship, we want to start to get to know you with some fun facts. So our first question, Gina, if I have a drum roll, if you only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I think that if I could only eat one food, it would probably be chicken pot pie. Um, growing up, I hated chicken pot pie. That was probably my least favorite food. But now as an adult, I get to cook it myself. We grow our own chicken. So I have that, I make my own stock for it. And now when I eat it, 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 it tastes fresh and it, it's all from our farm. And, you know, it's, it always turns out different because of the different vegetables that we put in it. And it's really become one of my favorites. I made it last night and usually eat way too much of it and enjoy it the next day for lunch. And so that would probably be the food that I would choose. It's awesome. That sounds delicious. We'll be over one night. There. Yes, absolutely. I was going to say the CCG is all about sharing. So <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely eat some of that with you. Well, our next question for you, we ask of all of our guests because it is one of the coolest things to get to know people's answers to this. So if you were quarantined for at least two weeks with three different celebrities and or famous people, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Okay, yeah. So um, the three people I chose, the first one is Hugh Jackman. I think that he is very talented. In my brain, I always sing duets with him in the car. And so it would be really cool to have that opportunity in real life. So he would be one that I would choose. The next would be Terry Crews. So he has been the host of America's Got Talent, which is one of my family's favorite shows. And he's so kind and encouraging and just seems like a really awesome person. And it would be fun to, to get to learn more about him and get to know him. So that was the, the second one that I chose. The last one is Amy Fuller. I love to make fun and laugh and have a good time. And she seems like somebody that could really uh, do that as well. So that was my third choice for being with a celebrity for two weeks. That was awesome. Good choices. Yeah, those are really good choices. We're going to need you to film that so we can uh, have that be like a series of television. Be a fun two weeks. (laughs) Right? Be the best ever. (laughs) All right. So let's begin But before we get into your work specifically with the Carolina Farm Stewardship Association, we want our listeners to get to know a bit more about you. So where are you from? Maybe something unique and awesome about you people don't know about. Whatever you'd like to share with our listeners. Sure. So I was born and raised in Union County. Um, My mom owned a, a horse facility where we boarded and did lessons and training. 
my father did commercial farming with row crops and grew chickens and turkeys commercially with his extended family. So I was immersed in agriculture from a very young age. I moved away for a bit, went to school in Raleigh, went to school in Greensboro, met my husband, had kids, lived a few different places, and moved back to Union County about four and a half years ago with my husband and three kids. And we have a, a small farm here in Union County now where we have sheep and chickens and horses and probably too many animals, but we, we have a good time. So something that people probably don't know about me in my office, so I, I love animals. So in my office at work, I have a terrarium with hermit crabs in it, and we call it the Crabitat. And um, so it's a lot of fun. I get to go in and redo the habitat, and my kids get to come to work, and they help me do it and play with the hermit crabs when they come with me. And it's kind of been like a stress reliever uh, to have that in my office. It has plants and different things in it. So that's something that I've, I've enjoyed probably the past year and a half is having that, that habitat in my office. So it's a little bit silly, but it's something that I really like. Um, it's a that's lot so of awesome. bit awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have to step up our office game, Erica, is all I'm hearing in this. Uh, also, excellent name play stuff because <laughs> yes. alliterations and cheesy puns are CCG mainstays. So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, for uh, for our listeners who are not familiar with the Carolina Farm Stewardship Association, could you tell us a little bit about it and maybe your mission statement or purpose, and then how that's impacted Union County? Sure. So. I know Carolina Farm Stewardship Association is a mouthful, so we kind of break it down and just say CFSA, so a lot of people just know us by that acronym. But I I wanted to share CFSA's vision, and we, our vision is a regional food system that is good for consumers, for farmers, and farm workers, and good for the land. So everything that we do is working towards that vision. We are a member-based nonprofit organization that serves both North and South Carolina. We were started 41 years ago, and since then, the organization has grown. We have um, just over 20 staff members that are stationed throughout the Carolinas. We do um, mainly three, three different groups of things. I'm part of the farm services team. And we're kind of the boots on the ground. We meet farmers at their farm. We help them with our different programs that we can help them with. All of our consulting services are free for members. Membership is very affordable. So the the farm services team really works to help farmers overcome barriers that they need to either grow their operations or become more efficient. We also have an education team. So we... um, Typically do a lot of events that look a lot different this year, but we have a farm tour that goes on in April every year, which is in the upper Piedmont region. We do a large conference that is going to be November 4th through the 10th this year. And it's all online. I'm really excited about the format. Our education team has been working really hard on that, but that conference has an enormous amount of information on everything from, you know, organic farming to food safety, racial equality in the food systems, all, all kinds of stuff. So that's really our big event that's, that's going on. We also have 
I'll, we do a lot of workshops. We do a smaller conference in Raleigh every February. So our education team works really hard on getting information out there to, to the farmers. And then we do advocacy. So we have a policy team that helps develop food councils in, in different areas. We also, you know, work in policy. We try to engage our members to, to, to work in policy as well and to get involved because that's really important. So in, in all of those things, CFSA is really trying to educate farmers, communities about food systems, where their food is coming from and how that food is produced and how that impacts our land. So that's like a big snapshot of, of what we do. Um, and so all of those things take place everywhere in North and South Carolina. I am really fortunate to be based here in Union County and I can work with the farmers here. And, and that's been a huge blessing for me to be able to engage in my community that way. We also have our research and education farm, which is located in Concord, North Carolina, about 45 minutes away from Wingate University. And there we have, we do organic vegetable crop research. We're partnering with Union County Cooperative Extension right now on a project, which is really exciting. So it's nice to have that facility that can act as a regional hub for areas like Union County and surrounding areas for research projects, education, um, workshops, all that kinds of stuff. That's amazing. You all do so, so much and such important yes. stuff. I mean, yeah. this is near and dear to my heart as an Iowa farm girl, currently Zooming you from Iowa farms, but it's very cool to know that we have this around the county. So you mentioned a bit about your role in the organization, but can you tell us kind of what led you to join CFSA, what that experience has been like so far and some of your best memories? Sure. So I started out... I have a bachelor's in natural resources from NC State. So like I said, I grew up in agriculture. I was really drawn to environmental stewardship and, you know, how agriculture and everything else we were doing were was impacting our land and our resources. And so when I learned about CFSA after, it was during my, my graduate school at A&T University, it, it really melded those two different passions for me. The one, you know, for agriculture, then the also one for, for environmental stewardship. And when the job opened up that I have, I'm the organic research coordinator and I run the research at the farm in Concord. It was perfect. I'd been working in research for 10 years, you know, and it had that agriculture component and, you know, knowing what CFSA works towards. And it was at a certified organic farm, which is really cool. And it, you know, the whole package really was exactly what I was looking for. And I was extremely lucky that this job was so close to my family and where, you know, we eventually wanted to live. So it also opened up the opportunity for me to move back to my family farm and, and work that land as well. So that's kind of what, what brought me to CFSA. And, you know, some of my, some of my best memories, I guess, you know, I, I came to this job for the research because I loved research. But then after about a year of running the research program, but also doing this consulting component with the farmers, I realized how much I loved working with people. Because I've been in research for 10 years, I hadn't really had that opportunity, but going out and meeting the farmers and listening their, to their stories and learning from them and being able to be a part of their story and helping them become more successful as farmers and as stewards of our land, 
is is really impactful for me. And so, you know, some of my fondest memories are meeting farmers at their land and going through the consulting process with them. And I've grown to really love that part of my job. And that was unexpected for me. And some things that I would do differently if I had the chance. It's it's hard to answer that because I, I really enjoy everything that I've done. I think that now I've been with CFSA almost five years and I'm really settled into my position and I'm ready to start engaging more in the community. So, and my kids are older too, they're more self-sufficient. So I have a little bit more free time. So something that I'm looking to actively change is to get more involved in my community. And that's one of the reasons why I want to engage with you guys in CCG because, you know, you're 10 minutes, I think it's 10 minutes from my house and it's a huge opportunity to, to be able to do that. So that is something that I'm looking to, to work towards in the future. That's awesome. We're excited. Yes. <laughs> And I completely hear, hear you about the kids. I have a three-year-old. Yeah, mine are the twins just turned eight. And Thomas, my oldest, is nine. They can eat, they can fix their breakfast and their lunches and take care of themselves. And it's wonderful. <laughs> You're speaking my language. I can't wait. <laughs> so if we could for a minute talk a little bit more specifically about your work with CFSA, what are some of your main goals in your organization? I guess we kind of covered this a little bit, but if there's anything maybe personally or specifically to organic research, just being a steward with ecologically minded focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one thing that we're, that we're always working towards is growing the, the research program at, at Lomax Farm. So a lot of research is conducted at university facilities, which is, which is great, but it's hard for nonprofits to get their name out there. So that's something that we're really working towards. I just found out we got two new grants this week, which is really exciting to do more research at the farm. But really it, it expanding that is, is important. And the, the great thing about our research is it is extremely connected with the farmers that we serve. So when we develop research projects, we're taking information that we get from our farmers, from surveys, from talking to our farmers, from the other con, you know, consultants that, that work within CFSA. And we only do projects that are getting the information that our farmers want to know. And then along with that, the farmers are a part of that process. We do field days, we do workshops, we write technical guides throughout the whole process and try to involve people in the community in the in the process so that so that they can learn as well. And then, you know, when these projects end, another thing that that we are kind of unyielding on is making sure that all of this information gets to the farmers and there's no barriers there. So any journals that we're writing to have to be open access, things like that, because we want the farmers to have this information and to not have to pay to get, you know, <laughs> a journal subscription to, to be able to read these, you know, results. And so that's something that's really, really cool. And it's, you know, pretty unique, especially to our area regionally. And so that's something that, that we're looking to grow. Also, the educational components to CFSA is something that we're constantly growing and changing. And this year has been huge for change, not for us, but for everyone. And so, you know, that's, that's some other goals that we're working towards. And we're excited about the conference this year because it's all online. The attendance fees are cheaper because of that. The format is really accessible. People aren't having to travel hours and 
have lodging and hotels to be able to see this information. So that's, that's gone a long way and it's happened in such a short amount of time. But, you know, so that's, that's another goal is to make sure that our information is accessible to everybody. So that's something that we're, that we're also working towards. Very admirable goals that you have. (laughs) Yes. So for us, the CCG is really about reciprocity and a knowledge democracy, which of course sounds like keystones for you in the goals you were just describing. So is there, are there ways that you could see our university students or faculty and staff contributing to your program and or kind of what could they learn from the experience working with you and CFSA? So, you know, one of one of the awesome things is that we have our research and education farm so close. And like I said, we're partnering with Union County Cooperative Extension right now on a project. I also have college students and high school students contacting us, wanting to learn more, wanting to volunteer at the farm. And that is something that we accommodate. So having people engaged like that is great. You know, having the land and the space regionally to host projects, things like that is is really a strong point of how we could participate. But also with CFSA being a membership-based organization, you know, anyone can be a member and members have access to all of our e-news, all of our advocacy policy alerts, things like that. We, you know, we do a lot of education for all the members, whether you're a consumer or a farmer and helping everyone engage. One thing that we do is for Thanksgiving, we have all of the local farmers in North and South Carolina that are raising turkeys to put in through our system that that's what they're doing. And we can send that out to all of our consumer members and they can link up with a farmer in their area to buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. So there's- I know who I'm calling. I'll right. call you. I was like, that's awesome. And then I'm just going to come for your cooking because I'm sure it's delicious and mine's terrible. So, <laughs> You know, so there's um, there's even those those pieces where it, you know, it, it may not seem like a big deal, but to a farmer who's able to sell their turkeys and that- food stays in the community, it stays in the local, uh, you know, economy here in, in Union County, that's, that's a pretty big deal. So I, I think that those are all great ways that, that we could contribute and, and, you know, coordinate with, with everything. So what advice would you give people that might be interested in volunteering, whether it's a student, faculty, or staff, or if it's just a basic consumer, I think that's going to be a lot of our audience on various projects, whether it be at the research farm or within the policy CFSA? So the advice that I would give is for anyone who's who's looking to volunteer and really whether it's with CFSA or another agriculture-based um, opportunity is to stay open-minded and be open to learning. You know, one of the best ways to, to learn is through action and through volunteering and through getting involved. So you know, whenever we have people that come on and volunteer with us, we we do everything we can to educate those people. We like to answer questions. We like to engage in that way. So the advice that I would give is to, to come with an open mind and ready to learn and ask all the questions that, that you have. Some of the opportunities that, that we have, you know, we do allow volunteers at the farm. We used to have big volunteer days. We can't now. So it's, you know, 
here and there we'll have yeah little little projects to do so we always welcome people to come there Um, when we're able to run our farm tour again that is an awesome way to volunteer and work on a farm and then be able to drive around and see different farms and different things that that you know that they do I did it uh, two years ago and I learned a lot from going to the farms that I went to and it was really cool so that's an awesome way an awesome way to engage, you know, and then, you know, we usually have volunteer opportunities at our conference and things like that. So there's those pieces that can, that can also help out, you know, but also if anyone, if they're in an area who has a a food policy council, I know, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll have one for our area fairly soon. That's a, that's another great way. Um, you know, most likely we'll be working with CFSA, on that, so that would be another way to engage. So that would be that would be really great. Great. Uh, is there a certain number they should call or email contact to get in touch to learn about these experiences, or just check the website? Yeah. So you can check the website at carolinafarmstewards.org, and on our website you'll find information about everything that we have going on the events there's a page for Lomax farm that you can go to there's um, a volunteer section on there so you can reach out that way um, and that that would be the best way to find out more information about the organization or um, you know find a way to, to volunteer or get involved with us very cool and you mentioned this conference that's coming up that sounds absolutely amazing So obviously that's one, but what's some other kind of goals on your trajectory for work for the upcoming year? Or is there anything else that you'd like to talk about with CFSA or uh, any related activities? Sure. So um, we've been working this year to transition a lot of stuff online because we can't have a lot of people on site. And that holds true for all of our workshops that we have. So I would encourage anyone who's interested in learning more about how to grow food. It doesn't matter if you have a raised bed in your backyard or you're looking to start farming. Keep checking the events page at our website and you can find webinars to be able to to watch and engage in. You know, if when people become members, we have listservs regionally. We have a Charlotte area listserv. So that's another way if someone wants to become a member and they want to engage with the farmer, whether it's through a job or a volunteer opportunity here in Union County, we can help make those connections. So, you know, that's that's something that's really neat about CFSA is we do, even though we're over both North and South Carolina, we have ways to facilitate regional networking and, and, and connections there. So as we look at this coming year, we'll continue to fine-tune our, our webinar offerings, but you know, one thing that we're always looking for is feedback. So any of our members, we typically send out surveys. We ask questions. What is information that people need? You know, is there a need in your community? Things like that. So just being a member of CFSA is really helpful and actually responding to those surveys and things that we send out because that helps us know what we need to do, what grants we need to go after, what programs are important so that 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 would be really, really helpful for us and another great way for people to, to engage in the organization. Right. I feel like you were able to see my inbox because I still need to fill out the survey for CFSA. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw the like, wah, wah face when she said that. So I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Gina, for coming and talking with us. It's been really cool to learn about both your job that is perfect, right? Like, how cool is that, that you got to go off and have all these experiences and then come back and find the perfect job in the perfect county? Like, it's just magic. So, yes, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us tonight. No problem. Thank you for having me. It was great talking with you. All right, everyone, stay tuned for some more exciting Against the Grain episodes where we focus on sowing the seeds of change in Eastern Union County. Bye.